Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host Eliane and today I wanted to talk about your biggest resource in doing the will of God. So this month we are focusing on time. So obviously the answer is time. So I wasn't sure I wanted to give that away, but I figured y'all would figure it out eventually, especially if you read the blog post first. Um, I do want to make sure you know I do go a little bit off topic as to what was written on the blog and I tried to write a little bit of the notes at the bottom so that you would be able to go there and do the different steps that I share in this episode. But I do try to share everything that I had talked about on the blog post just so then that way If you're like me, you can go back and get the notes instead of having to listen to the episode again because I know that can be really annoying. Um, But I just give like a short challenge at the end or in the beginning or in the middle. I don't remember when it was. I think it was in the middle of what you can do before we dive into the next three episodes of the topic of time. Um, I share at the end what those topics are and why I wanted to talk about time a little bit more in depth this time so that you can be a little bit more prepared if you're wanting to redeem the time so that you have more time because I know a lot of times we think we don't have time but in reality we have the same amount of time as the person we admire with how much they get done. So it's just how we play our time out. It's how we use it. And so I wanted to just share a little bit about why time is so important and then encourage you to pray about why it's so important. So before I give everything away that we talk about, I will let you guys go and hope you enjoy. I am so excited to be diving into the topic of time this month. I know with the holidays coming up, we seem to try and rush around and get everything done, whether you're a last-minute type of person or you've already bought all your Christmas gifts. Um, I am recording this at the beginning of November, and I've actually bought half of my Christmas stuff already, so I try not to be a last-minute type of person. I might wrap them the night before Christmas, but... I will have them and they are stored away and ready to be given to people. But I, for me, Christmas time mainly is one of our biggest holidays and one of the biggest times that we have a bunch of different projects that we're involved in. And it's very time consuming, but at the same time, that throughout this year, God has been showing me that I really have a lot more time than I think I do. And the biggest problem, which if I can, yeah, which I'll be talking about next week, is not what we think it is. It's not social media. That is not the biggest time sucker. And I used to think it was, but people have been struggling with time for a very long time. And so... I'm excited to get into that topic next week. But for this week, I wanted to talk about time being our biggest resource in doing the will of God. I know we always seem to be 
praying and researching and wondering why we're here on this earth, what we're supposed to be doing. I know some people figure it out when they're really young. Some people don't figure it out till they're in middle age. And some people don't really ever have a vision. They just kind of go through life doing what's normal, and which is perfectly fine as long as that's where God is wanting them. Um, but I've been noticing that God lays a bunch of things on people's hearts. And I posted a social... I posted on social today about how God created us for a specific purpose. He put specific things that weigh on our heart more than they would on somebody else. So some of my family are pro-life and they really get um, passionate about the abortion and things that they hear and things that they see. And then some of my family is more into marriage and married people. Some of my family is into just normal everyday people. And it's God gave each one of us in our family a different passion, a different approach, and a different desire. And I've been noticing that there is people all over the world who have, who God has put a specific burden on their heart. And if we don't take care of that burden that God has laid on us on our heart, it's not going to be done because one individual person cannot take care of the widows and the orphans and the homeless people and the, um, just all these different niches and different uh, classes of people, you we can't take care of them all. That's why I believe God put certain passions on our hearts, certain things that are heavier for us than the rest. Now, of course, as a Christian, all ungodliness and um, unrighteousness should be heavy on our heart. But from what I've been noticing, there is always something that really burden somebody more than the rest of the stuff. And I really believe that God has done that so that they can really reach out to those type of people. And so just over the time, I've realized that God has given us, each one of us, certain gifts and certain blessings that are completely different for each person, mainly because we have different backgrounds, we have different families, we have different personalities, different likes and dislikes, and just we're completely different and there's no one that is like us, has been like us, or will be like us. And so that being said, there is one resource in doing the will of God that God has given each one of us in the same quantity and the same measure. We each have 1,440 minutes in a single day and 525,600 minutes in a single year. And there was one time I was cooking. I don't remember what I was cooking, but I had set a timer for 10 minutes. And every time it went off, I would just restart it and check the bread at each time and over time I was like it's been 10 minutes already and I think we don't realize how fast time goes by and 
if you've ever used a microwave minute to say you have more time than you really do, that's very deceiving. Um, a microwave minute is like 10 times longer than it really is. <laughs> if you were to go about your day and set a timer for 10 minutes, which I, I encourage you to do, maybe not the entire day, that would really be annoying, but just for like even an hour, that's six times you have to press it. And it's just, it makes you realize that time goes by a lot faster than you think it does. And that is one of the biggest resources that God gives us in doing his will throughout the day and throughout our lives. And we need to really redeem that time and really make sure that we're spending it wisely. I know a lot of times we blame social media. And like I said earlier, I will be talking more about that next week. But there are a lot of other things that are time wasters that suck the time out of our lives, that suck the energy out of our lives to where we are not able to spend as much time on something, maybe because we lack motivation or we're tired or our health's not right, so we're having to take care of that, or we have different projects or circumstances that come up. But there's a lot of things that we have to take into account when we're trying to redeem the time. And... For me, God, a long time ago, first started out with, I would tell him all these th different things that I needed to do, and then throughout the day, it would come up, and I would tell him about it, and he would be like, does it really matter? And I kept in the beginning saying, well, yes, it matters, and you love me so and care for me, so I know it matters to you, And but every time... I would tell him about something. He would be like, does it really matter? And over time, I just kind of, when he would say that, I would just kind of be quiet and kind of just think about it. And that was actually probably one of the best questions God could have ever asked me because I realized nothing on this earth does matter. It, on, on, while we're on earth... It does matter a little bit <laughs> and it does matter to God a little bit. But what he is most concerned about is our relationship with him. And when we're complaining to him about, I don't know, let's take something as silly as the weather when we're saying how it's cold and how we don't want to get out of bed because we're, it's warm in bed and the covers are just, they're wrapped around you and you're all snuggly and we're like trying to get ourselves up, but does that really matter? If we can really grasp what I, I had some people that used to say in eternity, does this matter? Is this going to matter in eternity? And they would really focus on eternity and which I think is a very, very good approach to look at it. But it's not even eternity that really matters. What really matters is Jesus and our relationship with him. Because that is the whole reason God sent Jesus to earth, was to reconcile our relationship with him. It wasn't so that we could do a bunch of stuff for God and make him look good, or to gain all of these um, riches and these rewards in heaven 
he sent Jesus to earth to reconcile our relationship with him. That is his biggest priority. And I have noticed throughout scripture, as God has shown me that, that that is like all the whole foundation. God is love. And that's why he sent Jesus to earth. And so that was my first thing, which I actually need to take note of that so I can add it to the blog post. Um, But it really just made me start thinking, what, why am I here on earth? What does God have for me? What does he want me to do? Like after I realized that Jesus and my relationship with him is my first priority, you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind and with all thy strength. And then after that, it's loving other people and it is the great commission but how does God want us to do those? And once you can figure out where God wants you and what he is wanting you to do on this earth, then you can focus on that and measure everything else around it to see, is that helping you accomplish God's goal or is it drawing you away? And for a long time, I really struggled. Well, I still struggle with it. Um, But balancing out family, friends, and the calling God has given me on my life. And it's very hard for me when something comes up to be like, okay, what is first? What I know God has given me this calling, but he has also given me my family or this friend that I need to be investing in and I need to be focusing on. So a lot of times I'll be like, God, I need you to work through me. Um, this project doesn't have to be done right now, but this friend or this family needs help. And so just give me time to do what you want me to do and work through me and whatever. But I just started realizing that life is too precious of a gift to waste. Our time is what, if you haven't noticed what Satan really is after. He wants to steal your time because your time is one of your biggest resources. It's what, without time, you wouldn't be doing anything. You wouldn't. Now, of course, there is no time in heaven, but on earth, time is our biggest resource to be able to do what God wants us to do. And Ecclesiastes is one of my most favorite books in talking about redeeming time and realizing why we do what we do and what is it most important in life and what really matters. Um, but I specifically have always liked Ecclesiastes 2.24. There's nothing better for a man than the than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw that it was from the hand of God. So the writer of Ecclesiastes had everything a guy could ever want. Um, He had everything that his soul could desire, yet at the end of his life, he realized that it was all vain. There was nothing more important than his relationship with God and than Jesus himself. And it's kind of a motivation to realize 
we need to in, not just redeem the time, but we need to enjoy it. We need to make sure that we are living our lives with God in relationship with him, allowing him to work through us. We need to be vessels unto honor and not unto dishonor. Um, clay in his hand that he's able to mold and we need to be able to be moved at his will and his calling. And even though we, everything in life is vain, but 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight gives us a promise that any work that we do in the Lord, this doesn't say for the Lord, it says in the Lord. So it says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so if you can just remember that not, you shouldn't just be redeeming the time. You should be enjoying the life that God has given you, being thankful for it, being grateful, and then doing the work of the Lord in the Lord. Don't do it for him and don't do anything against him, obviously, but you should, the, you should be working in the Lord. You should be allowing him to work through you. And those, if we can really grasp how important our time is and just realize that all of the minutes you just listen to me talk, that time is gone. You can't get those, let's see, it would have been probably about 18 minutes. You can't get those 18 minutes back. It's, it's gone. You've listened to this, which hopefully is encouraging you, but you just the point that you can't get that time back. When you woke up this morning, that time is gone. You can't re-get up. You can't reverse time and change your decisions or retry to do stuff. When you go to bed, your entire day, you can't get back. It's gone. And so if we can really realize the three most important things of redeeming the time, which is realizing why we do what we do, realizing what's the most important thing in life, does it really matter? And then what is God's will for your life? If we can do that and then also realize that once time is gone, it's gone. You can't get it back. And then if you just sort of dwell on those and think about that, it kind of totally transforms the mindset to think, okay, what does God want in this situation? What does God want me to do today? I've always admired these people who say they wake up in the morning and they will schedule their day with God. They will literally get out like their planner and they will pray. And like, it's almost like their devotional time. They will write down verse for the day and they'll do all these things and they'll ask God, okay, here's a list of the stuff I need done today. What is the most important? What should be moved to a different day? What should I take off completely? And I've always really admired that because I seem to be the type that'll be like, uh, have an idea pop in my head, I'll write it down. And then God will remind me like, hey, you forgot to ask me, is this what you want me to be? Is this what he wants me to be doing? And I'm like, oh, yes, do you want me to be doing this? 
Um, just so like when I sat down to record today, he was like, you forgot to ask me, is this what I want you to do, be doing right now? And I'm like, oh yes, do you? And he's like, well, yeah. I'm like, I don't understand why you want me to ask when you knew this is what you want me to do. But he's been showing me that he wants to be the Lord over every area of my life because he knows what is best. He knows me. He knows what's good for me. He knows what's not good for me. And just trying to be open to his voice and being willing to say or acknowledge him in everything. Just be willing to say, God, is this how you want me to use my time today? Is this how you want me to use my time right now? Is this um, going to hinder what you want to do through me? Is this going to help? Is this going to get in the way of something else that you want me to do? Just really being able to go to God and be like, is this what you want me to be doing right now? Is there something else? And if you want to be admired by me as well, go ahead and start your day planning, (laughs) um, sitting down and asking God, because I just, I I really want to do that. But for some reason, I just never have. And I don't foresee that in the future. I don't know. For some reason, I'm of the type that just kind of goes minute by minute with like a a vision overall of what I want to do. I'm not the kind that will plan out like this big section. I'll just kind of have a bunch of ideas in my head and they never really make it on the paper. It's just they get done when they get done. And so I've been working on that. But I just really want to end this with I really, really encourage you to ask God to show you what time is, to show you how valuable time is, to really just ask him what is most important in life, what he wants you to do in life, what is his goals for you. And this may not necessarily be an overall um, life thing. He may just want you to focus on the season you're in, which is very important. Um, I struggled with wanting to know God's will for years and he didn't give me a big picture of what he wanted to do through me until a couple years ago. And actually it wasn't until more like this year that I really got a bigger picture of it. And so it's, there's seasons that will prepare us for what God wants to do through us if we're willing to listen and use our time wisely and use it to glorify him and to spend time with him. So your biggest resource in doing the will of God is your time. Next week, I want to share what the, let me see, I'll tell you what the title is. So the biggest waste of time is not what you think. So I'll be talking about what it really is. Um, I I actually was kind of iffy when I started writing this and as I started thinking about it, but it totally made sense and I realized that no, it's not social media, which is what most people think it is nowadays. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys next week. And then the following week I'll be sharing... A big testimony that happened to me um, last week that was just like a blessing to my heart that I can't wait to 
share because I so needed it and it was just a big gift from God. And then the following week is on stop saying I don't have time. Say this instead. And I'm also excited to be talking about that just because that's what God has been working on in my life right now. And actually, he's been working on it over probably the last 10 years or so. Probably not quite that long. But uh, it's it's just, I, I really like talking about <laughs> these three frustrations of a runner, which is lack of motivation. Um, what was, what was November? Um, was it injuries? Lack of motivation. You keep getting injured and time? Is that what it was? Now I need to figure it out. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was it? Was it just injuries? Uh, it must have been. Because I enjoyed talking about injuries just because I have struggled with them so much because I'm so lazy in recovery and warming up and cooling down and rest and all of that. But I am very excited to be talking about time this month and I wanted to start it out with really just making sure that you realize how important your time is. And so I I really encourage and challenge you to ask God how important time is to show you why we need to be redeeming the time because the days are evil and Satan's always out to steal, kill, and destroy. So he's going to be trying to steal your time and have you focused on what's not important. So with that said... I am going to be working on the simplicity of Christianity, running in the will of God very soon. God has put that more on a priority than the other things that I was trying to work on. So I'm excited to get that started. I actually just got an accountability partner um, to ask me every week randomly to make sure that I'm working on it. And she's like, well, how many times do you want me to ask? I'm like, just one to 20, just totally random, just do whatever. And she's like, okay. So I don't know how many times she'll be asking me this week, but I am still working on batching December's. So that will be done first. And I'm really excited to be working on that book because I really want to get it out to you guys. I didn't realize it at the time, but it's actually going to be on legalism and how religion is not the way God wants us to live. It's actually on living life with him. It's like I was saying before, it's God sent Jesus to earth to reconcile our relationship with him, to draw us to him, to have a relationship. And so it's going to be on religion is a no-no and... (laughs) relationship is the way to go. I should write that down. It'd be a cool slogan. (laughs) So I'm excited to be working on that. And that is all I wanted to say today. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you next time.